Hey there, it's Dr. Nazanin Mo'oli, and I want to chat with you about a key ingredient for a fabulous date night, feeling sexy. And come on, let's be real. What you wear plays a big part in how you rock that confidence. That's why I'm thrilled to introduce you to Quince. Quince brings you premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30, along with washable silk tops, 40-carat gold jewelry, and more. And guess what? All of their goodies are priced 50 to 80% lower than similar brands. By teaming up directly with top factories, Quince skipped the middleman and hands us the saving. Plus, they stick to factories with safe, ethical practices and top-notch fabrics and finishes. How awesome is that? Picking from Quince's website was tough because they have a ton of fabulous choices. I ended up going for their 100% washable silk sleep dress in champagne. And let me tell you, my husband was floored. He's convinced whoever rocks this is in for a blast. I'm going to record some content on that dress so you can see how fabulous is that dress. Elevate your date night style with Quince. Pop over to quince.com slash sexology for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash sexology to get free shipping and 365-day returns. quince.com slash sexology. Welcome to Sexology, a podcast that untangles the science of sex and pleasure. And now, with this week's episode, your host, clinical psychologist, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Welcome to episode 337 of Sexology Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nazanin Moali, back with another exciting exploration into the world of role play. Today, we have the pleasure of welcoming Katie, the founder of Faithful Filling and a seasoned expert in creative immersive role play scenarios for couples. It's very interesting because we're actually returning to this topic because we released an episode, episode 323 about role playing. And many of you guys reached out to us and you wanted to learn more. That's why we thought it would be fantastic to have Katie on our show. Hailing from Kansas City, Katie transitioned her passion for enhancing sexual intimacy through role playing into a thriving business in 2022. With a strong belief in embracing sexuality, fostering connection, and infusing playfulness into the bedroom, she pioneered a service dedicated to helping couples bring back excitement into their bedrooms. Remember, our listeners can take the first step into the fascinating world with a special discount that they offered. All you need to do is to go in the link in the show notes and you will get a free trial. So buckle up for a captive conversation on role-playing that might just spark your next romantic adventure. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel at Sexology Podcast. I'm answering your questions there. So if you want, you can put your question on the comment in their YouTube channel, or you can DM me on Instagram at Sexology 
podcast. As always, I'm super grateful for those of you who are sharing our content, subscribing to our channel, and helping us grow our community of informed listeners. All right, let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I am so excited to welcome Katie Rodian on our show today. Katie, welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Well, I, as me and you talk and our listeners know, we had a previous episode on role play and I know we chatted and you had such a wonderful, interesting perspective Then we thought, okay, we need to do another one. So if you guys haven't listened to the previous one, go check it out. Today, we're going to go more in depth because I know that is something that you really have extensive experience, you have a company about. So we're going to talk about role play. So tell us, why do people get into role play in the first place? I know we talked about your experience. Well, I think it's really great because it helps you get out of your routine and it adds some variety to your date night. When you bring in some playfulness and novelty, that's just really going to spice it up a little bit. It allows you to set your problems aside for a bit and kind of put mommy mode on the back burner or those bills don't really matter that are piling up and you're just going to be able to be a little bit more in the experience. It also allows you to recreate those first date butterflies that maybe you're missing in a long-term committed relationship. And who doesn't want to be a star in your own show and play dress up and, you know, make believe with your best friend, your partner. It's, it's a really fun experience. And it also allows you to surprise yourself and your partner because you're kind of experiencing things through a different lens. And that can be a really refreshing thing to do. You'll create new memories and you're going to build greater connection as well. And what I also love to say is that when you have these passionate experiences and role play dates, and naturally takes a little bit more prep work. So you're building some serious sexual tension and anticipation as well. So many great things that you mentioned that people think about like, you know, role play is too much work at times, but that's what at times what makes it juicy and exciting because of the anticipation you're thinking about it, you're kind of like engaging your erotic mind. And I think one thing that's really, really important for people to think about is that sometimes in what what leads people to feel bored in long-term relationship is that they feel like they know everything about their partner. Maybe if we're just like switching up this position, okay, it's, it is kind of like a ring of code and go novelty, but still the same partner. What I think is really helpful is like it helps us to get to know our partner's erotic mind and the complexity of it. And that's where the true excitement comes from. Tell us more about that. Thank you. I think erotic refers to life force. It is that powerful force inside us where we find creativity and desire. And that's what we're going to tap into when we use our erotic minds. It's our mental ability to get excited about a sexual experience that you want to engage in. So when you're using your erotic mind with your partner, that is a vulnerable and kind of secret place inside you. And when you explore together what those fantasies are and create a role play scenario together, that's naturally going to be a connecting experience because you're creating safety for you to be able to discuss and communicate about those fantasies as well as having them. And then you're building more of a friendship and it's just going to be a really great thing to do together. Because I believe the perfect recipe for like really hot sex and a fabulous relationship is if you have high levels of emotional intimacy, right communication and trust. 
and connection and vulnerability. And when you add in some playfulness and novelty and, you know, that ability to talk about your fantasies as well, that's going to be really hot. Like you're going to see a big difference for sure. One thing that at times hear from my clients when we're talking about like really accessing your erotic mind and sharing it with your partner, especially with my cisgender heterosexual client, is that they say, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I like. I don't know what to share. How can we access our erotic, our own erotic mind and our fantasies, especially for women that they kind of were at times conditioned to suppress it? Well, we are conditioned to suppress it oftentimes. And and I think that's when you just kind of have to sit with yourself and get curious. Like, does the idea of dressing up sound exciting to me? Would I be willing to try that? And for me, that was kind of my first experience. My husband made like a kind of a flippant remark. We had just watched, it was actually Britney Spears on, on TV. And she had on this cute little schoolgirl costume. And he kind of looked at me and he was like, hey, how come you never dress up for me? And my mind was a little bit frustrated because I thought, oh, maybe you could do such and such for me. But I didn't say anything for once. And I got super curious. And I thought about the idea. And I recognized that I liked it. And I wanted to try it. So I put that into motion. And I surprised myself. So my first experience is that I took those cute little kids that I had that were only one, three, and five. And I took them to the store. And I found the cutest little plaid skirt. And I bought it and I know that I much would have, you know, probably would have rather purchased toys for them at that time in my life. But this was a like kind of a, a twist in our entire relationship, what happened. So I brought, I purchased that cute little skirt and I cut up a t-shirt that I already had and I matched it with some boots and I put my long blonde hair in some low slung ponytails and I used a heavy hand for makeup. But what was more important is I picked the right time. I put those kids to bed. I knew my husband was going to get home late and I sauntered myself down there. And when he opened that garage door, I was standing there and I just said, professor, I've been waiting on you. And his face was like, oh my goodness, like who is this cute girl that I forgot I married? And it was really a profound moment because it helps us remember that we are still those fun, flirty people we were. And we didn't just have these children together that we were just trying to survive, like we wanted to to thrive. And it was a really fabulous experience. He definitely couldn't get me out of his head for, for days and weeks after that. And then he just kind of built on top of that, like what would be fun for you? Like that was really fun for me. Let's talk about something that you might really like to do. So something as simple as getting curious about a question and deciding if that is something that sounds pleasurable and enjoyable to you can help you tap into your erotic mind and help you give yourself permission to roll with it and see what can come out of it. Well, you know, I love that story. I, you shared it with me before and I talk about it in the podcast because it's such a great story, right? Like, thank you for sharing that with us because there's so many great components to it. First of all, I think it requires a pivoting our mind, right? Like yeah. if you sometimes feel that, why would I need to do this, right? Like if, like why he's not dressing like so-and-so or why he's not doing more work around the home when he helps with children, <laughs> then I'll dress up right. like this. But it's right. like in that moment, you thought like, okay, this is something I want to experiment. And like you shifted this relational dance, which is really powerful. Another thing that you mentioned that was really helpful is that, Thinking about choosing doing something that you like. I get that sometimes we want to gift our partner different experiences, but I see that at times people do it 
and they get resentful because they have zero interest in that script and they feel like that's doing something for their partner and that is not exciting. I think more importantly also, they kind of like comparison of investing on the skirt. I think what's important about that is sometimes people think about when they have young children, like my child needs to be like their needs needs to be first, everything about them to be first. Yes. But I think when you are investing in your relationship, they will be happier longer because you have a stronger bond with your partner as well. I mean, it was definitely safe to say that we gave each other our leftovers for sure. Like I put everything I was into being a mom and anything leftover I had, I would give to him. And it was very fair to say that I also got his leftovers. And that experience was just something that really was a caveat to us wanting to rebuild and reconnect. And we seem to like enjoy putting that extra time, energy and effort into one another and reprioritizing our marriage. And it was really profound. It was great. Well, uh, tell us about, I mean, like when you Google role play, there's tons of things that come up, right? Like a spectrum, like you have the common things of like, I don't know, police and uh, kind of like the someone that's getting kind of like the criminal, like teacher and student, a number of different things. But I know that you have experience in this and you also curate stories. What are some of the more popular ones that you feel like more vanilla couples, they love it? Absolutely. So I think that some of the common scenarios that you were mentioning would be like a naughty nurse and a patient or a French maid and a hotel guest or a handyman and a single woman, an athlete and their number one fan. All of those types of things are going to enable you to like mimic a fantasy element. And that's going to be something like instant attraction. Like maybe you had a blind date and you're, you know, going on a blind date, like with quotes, but it's really a role play date. And that instant attraction is something that you're missing and you're like your committed long-term relationship. And that's just really fun to look at those feelings again and get to experience that. Another one is you get to be the aggressor or the temptress for the seduction. And that can be a really unique element and a different dynamic for a relationship where typically one person is always the pursuer. You're just allowing somebody else to have that opportunity to feel desired and pursued. And that can be really hot too. Another one is taking in like you're totally a different persona and viewing the world differently. Like for me, I'm pretty conservative. I don't have any tattoos, but if maybe I want to have like a super edgy look and I'll just put an entire sleeve of tattoos on, they sell them on Amazon and I'll wear like a cute little wig that's like a, like a severe bob and like combat boots or something that's just really out of my typical routine. And it just allows me to experience something and a little bit of a different element. Another fantasy, something that you can hit on is being innocent or getting to be somebody's teacher. That can be a really erotic experience and allow yourself to have those first all over again, a first kiss or a first, you know, the first time you've ever had sex with quotes again. So that that can be really fun. But as far as like what Faithful Fling does is we create these role play scenarios that read a little bit like a story and we try to implement a lot of these fantasy elements into it and we offer you character development and dialogue suggestions we give you costumes and outfit ideas we give you supply lists and built-in surprises and twists and turns and even a spice it up option for someone in that, that wants a really spicy night we also it's called faithful fling and we named it faithful fling because we wanted everybody to know that these role play date scenarios are just between you and your partner. It's the faithful part. And then we wanted to apply a fun and flirty word. So we came up with flames in your role play date night. 
And as always, our first fling is free for 21 days. It's called the test drive. And it's going to be a great way to test out to see if you like role playing with your spouse and with faithful fling. But sometimes we have some of our fling feedback. So some of our customers will tell you, and I will just read you this one. This is called from our second fling. It's called Walmates. And she said, you gave me my dream. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My husband put me against the wall and made Walmates my favorite sex night ever. I've always wanted to be taken against the wall. It was so hot and pleasurable. Thank you so much. So I get all these little tidbits of information from my members that love these different role play scenarios. And they're, they're quite a bit different than what you can do on yourself and, you know, create by yourself because we keep your role and your partner's role completely separate. You have different usernames and passwords. And it's just a unique experience because in the playing description, we tell you exactly what your partner knows about your roles and responsibilities. And then you have an entire other part that tells you exactly what surprises you could implement into the fling that is going just to enhance the entire experience. So it's really fun. It's a great way to spice up a date night once a month and, and have a great time together. Oh, I love that you offer that curated experience. I think that's that's really helpful. And I think it can like ease the kind of like the the kind of the hesitation reservation people have. Like, I don't know what to say, what to wear. I think that is fantastic. And I'm curious, how do you come up with this? Like you and your husband write it. Tell me about it. I'm curious about like if for people who are more creative and they want to create their own experience, what does that look like? Well, I love to think about different scenarios like maybe it's something that we've already done like but I love to try to hit on those classic scenarios for example like we do have a French maid fling that you're going to encounter if you become a member we do have a massage one but then we also have ones that are just like the first one is a test drive where you just happen to meet somebody and they're picking you up to go on a test drive for a new car and you're just role-playing as you're taking a little test drive around your neighborhood, or maybe you made it really great and you wanted to t- show you how the car drove downtown, or maybe you wanted to show you how it was on country roads. So it's just really curated. Like we just try to think of ideas that sound exciting to us and hit some fantasy elements every single time we create a role play scenario together. And it's been really successful. We have over 22 things on the site and it's been so fun. I love it. And I love that you're kind of like the years learn to kind of like kind of see what's helpful and you're building upon that. For people who are like, you know, they want to kind of, they like the idea of foreplay. They're thinking about, I want to do foreplay, but it's hard for them to get to character. Like maybe they don't have the box, but they want to do it at home. How can we make it more immersive and realistic? That's a great one. I think that you need to really commit to the role. Like, go ahead and commit to the experience. Even if you're a little bit walky, like, just go ahead and be like, all right, for one hour, I'm going to give it my all. Like, I know that I want to try this and they definitely want to try it. So why not try to go ahead and have a fabulous experience together? So commit to that role. Embrace your new character for a while. Set yourself aside and allow yourself this new experience. But trust the part. Part of the, the what we love to say is change nearly, if you can something about you for all your five senses because you're just trying to get out of your typical routine and your typical look. So for a sense of smell, we always suggest trying a different perfume or a cologne that you only wear during a role play date because the sense of smell is really powerful. Maybe you light a different scent of candle 
if you're going to go on a date with a car inside a car, go ahead and hang a different air freshener. That's going to have a solid impact on your entire night. For sight, this is where it can get really big and bold. For ladies, you can wear a wig, change your entire outfit, get playful with makeup. Guys, wearing your hat backwards is a pretty profound and hot thing to do. Play around with eyeglasses. They don't even have to be, you know, you can just get those blue light ones now. They're really easy to find on Amazon. And then if you're in the market for any new clothes or shoes, use those during a fling because that's going to kind of be like, hey, they've never seen this before. It's new and intriguing. And that just kind of helps with that element of it. Now, touch, play around with different textures of fabric like velvet or lace. Or guys, you could mess around and play around with your facial hair. And if maybe if you're usually smooth shaven, let it grow out for a couple days and then, you know, vice versa. Sound, use a different playlist. If you always listen to country, you know, spice it up and go for heavy metal or, you know, just do something that you don't usually do. Try an accent or put a twang in your voice for your role play date as well. Taste, use a different gum and maybe that's when you kiss and that could be a different experience. Play for different, you know, play with different foods. If you're out at a restaurant, I'm not going to order the same thing that I always do. I'm going to spice it up and go for the salmon that night or something different. And then one other thing that we really suggest doing is always having a drink in your hand. I don't care if it's just water glass, wine, anything, because what it does is allows you to do something with your hands. And sometimes we can feel a little awkward. Like we don't quite know what to do with our hands. But if we have a drink, it just allows us to to keep those busy, as well as if you need it just a second to regather your thoughts, you can take a sip and that naturally is like, you know, filling that blank space with a, a little bit of, of time being able to hold that glass is awesome. So, and if you want to create a scene inside your house, let's say that you really loved the idea of being a, a French maid and you want to re- like create a hotel room in your nephew bedroom. I would gather, I would grab a basket and gather all my personal effects. Like I don't really need my kids' pictures next to my bedside table. I'm going to take away all those throw pillows and just kind of minimalize the space. I'm going to light some different candles and have a different scent in there just so it feels like it's a little bit different than a regular Tuesday evening night. You know, we're just trying to get out of our routines. I know I keep saying it over and over and over again, but out of our routines by making something different, it's going to have a huge impact. And lastly, confidence. Like confidence is the sexiest thing that you can wear. I truly believe that. So many great points. I like that they're kind of like changing and using senses in a way to remind yourself, like you're channeling different part of yourself and also kind of like to surprise your partner at intentionality that comes with it. I think like, you know, sometimes when we are like kind of having maintenance sex, like we're rolling over and like, you know, we're just like really tuned out. We're there, like we're like showing up uh, when we're orgasming. <laughs> Most of the time we're checked out. But with this, like we're constantly kind of like doing things to set the room, doing things like paying attention to our body. And that helps us with the embodiment piece as well. Something that can happen, and I'm sure you heard about it, is sometimes we're starting a role or maybe in a role play, I'm more enthusiastic than my partner or the script is not working for us. Like we're, I, I, I want to do like maybe French made and I'm, I, I'm not feeling like it and my partner is not responsive. How do you recommend couples to handle that part? I think you just take a time out and, you're, and you can just have a conversation about it. Like, I just feel like maybe this is, maybe we should revisit this a different day. Like give them a chance and yourself as well, especially if you're not feeling into it, 
to to step back from it and and give it a go a different time or revisit this. You could revisit the entire scenario again as well. You don't have to just throw it out the window. But having that ability to have these conversations is going to be really profound. It shouldn't be embarrassing. It shouldn't really be disappointing either. Even though maybe you thought it was going to be something and a great night. That always that you know, sometimes that doesn't happen. Like you can have the best of intentions and things just happen. But if you are having a role play date and you are interrupted by like a you know, a baby that wakes up or something, you can easily just pause that and handle whatever interruption you want, you know, what is happening and handle that interruption and then seamlessly slide back into character. I mean, my husband and I have had to do that so many times. Or maybe we're out to dinner and we see some friends. Well, we're not going to just pretend we don't know them. You know, you've got to you've got to live a life here and still carry on. But we could still have our role play date. Another thing I love to tell people is like, you know what? No one has to know you're on a role play date either. They don't have to know. The babysitter doesn't have to know. The server at the restaurant doesn't have to know. No one has to know that you're going to have a role play date. And that's okay. But I think that also like secretive part of it can make it more exciting. And I like that, the kind of like giving yourself kind of like understanding that nothing is perfect in life, right? Like things yeah. will show up. And I think it's important to kind of like notice what things are not working, what readjusting or pausing with your partner. So I think those are all great suggestions. With kind of like for all plays, like if, but there's, is there any downside of people trying role plays? Have you heard people kind of like at times things go wrong for them? Sure. I think that sometimes people forget that fantasies don't mean that that's what you really want in real life. Like just because I thought it would be fun to be a naughty maid and seduce a, a hotel guest doesn't really mean that in real life I want to go be a maid and seduce random strangers in the hallway. Absolutely does not mean that. So I think that's really great to remember for you to be able to do that as well. I agree with you. I think it's really important to kind of like differentiate between fantasy and reality. I was also going to just mention that naturally having a role play date is going to cause you to have more work to do it. You're going to have more prep work. You're going to be probably putting a little bit more time into it than just like a regular dinner and movie night. And that's okay. You're just using your larger sex organ, which is your brain for sure. Those are some good ones for sure to to communicate. And if it's not working with you, you should be able to have that communication with your spouse and you just step away and, and try again a different time. And I think it can be a fine balance to kind of like what to share. If you haven't talked about your fantasies with your partner, like, of course, know your partner. I think like if I like my husband surprised me something wild, I was like, oh, I love novelty. Let's let's do it. But I think for some people, as you said, it can bring up insecurities. Even maybe they want to kind of talk about like, I don't know, something like threesome. They're talking about it. They're not doing anything about it. But maybe that kind of like triggers this anxiety for a partner thinking about, oh, maybe they're pressuring me to do this. If whatever, like maybe like, you know, the fantasies about people seeing us or what if it's a gate date drug uh, to us going to a <laughs> club that I have to do this, right? Like, it's right. like, I think that can make people anxious. I don't think it has to be a slippery slope. Like, I don't think because you're going to have a role play that suddenly everybody's going to be interested in voyeurism and that you want to start going to a, a sex club or something. I, I have not had that experience at all. And I can understand that some people might feel like it is a slippery slope for sure. But I do have some questions that you could ask your spouse if you are interested in it and you wanted to invite them to role play with you. I have a few suggestions for that. One is you're never going to know until you ask, right? Like, 
You'll, you'll never know until you ask. Try to communicate when the time is right, for sure. Not like when everybody's super hungry and we're busy and, and don't complain about, you know, don't complain as well. So share with your partner what your idea of role playing would look like for you. Tell them what excites you about it and invite them to learn more about the topic with you. So it could go a little bit like something like this. Hey, babe, you know how much I love keeping it spicy between the sheets and building connection. And I came across the idea of role playing with you. And it really excites me. I love the idea of dressing up for you and taking on a new persona and then you hitting on me in a different character. This sounds so fun and desirable to me. And it really turns me on. Do you want to learn more about it with me? Can I tell you more? Yeah, those are the things. And then as a couple, you can ask yourself, is this something that we are willing to try knowing it will get easier the more times we give it some practice and give it a try? Will this be an enjoyable experience for both of us? Will this be a connecting and pleasurable experience? Will this enhance our relationship and our date nights? And are we both excited about it? So if the answer to these things are yes, then do it unapologetically. Have a great time. It doesn't matter. Just just go out and have a fabulous time. Recreate your first night together. You could do all sorts of things. It doesn't have to be this elaborate role play scenario either. Um, do encourage your spouse to step out of their comfort zone just a little bit. By doing that, you're going to yield really great results. By just stepping out of that comfort zone and what you usually do and breaking free from the routine can have a huge impact for sure. And remember that you just get to decide what's right for you and your relationship or your marriage. And that is wonderful. And I want everyone to have like an explorative, vibrant, fun, passion-filled sex life. And for me, I think that role-playing and talking about your fantasies and adding novelty and playfulness is going to be a super connecting experience. Amazing. Thank you for those questions. I think what I really like about it is that it focuses on you and your partner, right? Like you're well, not saying that I have this fantasy, you have to do it. Like I want to experience this with you because I'm into you. And I think that can like create more a willingness in the partner. And I like that you're saying that the more you do it, the more you might get kind of like seasoned and better at it. And there are scenarios that you might think you might feel it's not as exciting, but it turned out exciting. And there are things that might be so and so, so, so. And I think it requires a level of tactfulness when we're giving our partners feedback, right? Kind of like thinking about how do I want to receive the feedback? And maybe I, I'm going to kind of like soften what I'm going to say. Because as you said, sometimes... This can be a very vulnerable thing for our partner. Like they're channeling, they're showing the part of themselves, especially if you, if you are in long-term relationship. If it was a random hookup, it would be different. But long-term relationship, if you're showing your vulnerable self, it's really important for you to kind of like at least not come in this place of criticism or kind of like defensiveness. So like approach it with openness. Yeah, I just think if you get curious about it and... Instead of, like you mentioned, being defensive, it's going to yield better results for you because your attitude is just more positive. Being curious is going to have invoke more questions and you're just open to exploring the idea with curiosity instead of just absolutely not that. Why would you even ask me that? So get curious instead of defensive for sure. Beautiful. Well, tell us like uh, where people can find that, uh, get a hold of you. Would put a link in the show notes so they can check that, check out that kind of like the role playing uh, kind of scripts that you have. But tell us more about where can people find you. Thank you so much for asking. 
You can find us at faithfulfling.com. And I'm also on Instagram at faithfulfling. And I love to hear from people if anybody has questions. I love to give ideas and suggestions on how to have a role play date be successful for your relationship because I think it can be really profound and really, really fun. Well, thank you. This conversation was so much fun. I haven't checked out the box yet, the scenario yet. I'm going to sign out with my husband. I'll give you our feedback. And thank you so much for your time. And it's wonderful to have you. It was wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I hope you guys found our conversation helpful. And I'm a person who would love to have scripts or at least outlines. So I like to be prepared. So if you're like me, you have a good imagination, but you also want to get some ideas on what to wear, what to say. Make sure you are checking out Faithful Fling. The link is in the show notes. Make sure you're using our link to support our show. And I'll be super grateful for you. And let me know about some of your experiences. I, many of my clients, they engage in role play on a regular basis. And some of the scripts are a winner and some of them are not necessarily a fit for them. So I would love to hear more about what you and your partner are exploring and feel free to shoot us an email and let us know. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Sexology Podcast. For more great content, visit www.sexologypodcast.com. Please be advised that information presented on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider.